Hello, welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm your host, Dawn, um, life coaching trainer and specialising in confidence, stress, career and adults and teenagers. So welcome along to this podcast, which aims to give you some usable, practical tips, some thought-provoking topics um, for you to use in your everyday life to try out for yourself, um, to have, perhaps uh, apply some things, perhaps rethink some things and shake things up for you. Um, so today I am talking about reframing so how to reframe um, how any of us are looking at any one subject in order for it to feel different and have a different emotional impact. Um, first, I just wanted to cover a couple of admin things. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, there are many, many other previous episodes which you can feel free to browse through and listen to on a whole variety of different life subjects and confidence and life skills etc so please do um, have a browse if uh, you find something really helpful or it resonates with you on behalf of a friend or a loved one then please do share a link to them or share a link on your social media and advertise it because I don't have a marketing budget I don't market it I don't advertise it it's all word of mouth and the more people I can help and spread the word then the better um, so thank you for that if you would a couple of um other things at the moment, it's at the time of recording this, just approaching the end of August. So some holidays are coming to an end. Schools will be reconvening. Sixth form colleges will be having a new intake this year. Um, and so too will the university. So if you have got a young teen, teenager, young adult in your home that's moving on upwards and on to college in September or going to uni, big time for you, big time for them um, and lots of nerves involved. And for that reason, I am running um, a Zoom two-hour workshop for new students um, to help them gain some skills in advance of their first day, their first week, because I do passionately believe that first week is crucial. If they hit the ground running, if they make friends immediately, immediately feel part of the group, accepted, fitting in, happy, confident, um, and overcome their nerves and, and, and throw themselves in. A good, strong start will help them have a, a brilliant experience at Sixth Form College or university. If, on the other hand, they don't and they're very nervous and they hold back and they don't make friends and they don't feel they're fitting in, it only gets worse or can only get at times often uh, can get worse and snowball and they begin to hate it and they begin to dread it and it's awful it's a worrying time for you as a parent um, or a mentor a guardian oh, it's, it's a horrible time for them and no one wants that so for that reason I've put together a two-hour workshop just to give them some practical techniques before they go to sort of prepare them mentally prepare them give them some self-belief um, some tools some techniques to uh, handle their nerves some techniques and skills to get in there and make friends, how to talk to new people, how to open up conversations, how to feel confident, how to overcome nerves, how to not worry about what others think about you, not to angst and um, overthink things, persecute yourself, torture yourself, etc. And, and therefore, how to get out of your own way, how to just embrace the whole thing and throw yourself in and take responsibility for making 
it a strong start and it a great experience and really enjoy the, this new chapter. So if you know of any youngsters that are about to embark on that new chapter and you feel it would be a good two hours investment in on their part, then please do um, contact me through the website or drop me, uh, phone me ring me uh, or sign up on the website for that. There are three possible different dates, I'm repeating it, to try and um, accommodate anybody and everybody that wants to go on it because of the high demand. So have a look at the date, sign up, drop me an email, give me a call. It's all on the website. Do feel free to visit that website, www.milestone-coaching.co.uk and please do pass on the word because I do think it will be really helpful for some some youngsters and I know the fallout if they don't fit in straight away and how I I work with teenagers a lot and how the anxiety and the depression and the mental health gets affected if it doesn't go the way they want it and deserve it to go. On top of that, in middle of September, uh, mid-September, about the 18th or something like that, uh, two new seven-week programmes start uh, in life skills and confidence on Zoom. One um, is for adults from 18 above, uh, for life skills and adults, and the other is for 18 and below, down to about 12, depending on how how uh, mature the 12-year-old is but 12, 13 onwards. Um, so same content, just different group um, and different shared experience and different struggles, etc. Small group, there'll only be probably five or six generally on that programme. It's really safe. It's a little bit interactive. Um, you learn from each other, you get comfort from each other, um, but mostly you get lots of techniques and strategies and confidence skills from me as a coach. So you get basically coaching, workshop, um, tips, techniques and a mental toolkit over the seven weeks that will help you or the participant, whether it's a young person or yourself or your team member. A lot of managers put some of their team members on it if they're really struggling with confidence and self-belief. It's basically life skills that will help anybody for life in any situation whether it's work relationship life generally university whatever it is new new jobs etc etc anybody that could do with a few more life skills in their toolkit to just help them bounce back grow resilient um, react differently communicate differently have good body language good confident body language good communication skills good self-belief uh, self-esteem etc etc and those are skills that anybody can benefit from anybody at all actually it's applicable to us all um, so they're there they can be signed up via the uh, the website or again you can email me or contact me and telephone me directly and chat to me about it about whether it's there if that person is way too struggling with anxiety and too shy to even take part on that and i recognize that there are those people out there that are just too cripplingly shy and anxious and won't take part because there'll be a couple a few others there and that just puts them off, then it is the whole of that program is downloadable where you don't, they don't have to interact. They can just download the whole program with me running all of it, um, but without them having to 
partake with other humans, with other people. It's non-interactive, but all the same content and one extra module downloadable to a person's individual email. They then own the content and can repeat it as often they want. Eight modules to do in the, in, at their own pace, in the privacy of their own home, without the pressure of other people being there. Lastly, to mention, of course, there's also one-to-one coaching with me. If that would help, just a one-off session or a few, it's up to you on any topic. Um, One-to-one on Zoom or face-to-face or over the phone, but tailored to your individual uh, topic that you or topics that you'd like to cover. So it's all there, all available at any time, all sorts of hours, evenings, days and weekends. So... Thank you for that. I will stop stop rambling and now get on to reframing because my question to you is what's been troubling you lately? Big troubles or just small ongoing niggling ones that's in the back of your mind that keeps raising its ugly head? Is it something that's ongoing that you've been struggling with for a good while? Um, or is it something big, pressing and right up front in, in, in your face, holding you back, really affecting you, um, dragging you down? What is it? Can you define it? Can you describe it? Um, do you understand it? Um, et cetera, et cetera. Because I'm today looking at the power of reframing things because... It never ceases to amaze me whether it's working with clients um, and hearing their stories and their issues and their perspectives on a topic that seems overwhelming, seems deeply, profoundly upsetting, self-limiting, etc. And painful. That's probably the best word, painful for them. But when we look at it and we explore it and we dig deep, how just changing the slight angle from which they're seeing it or reframing it or seeing it from a different perspective can totally free them, can be so enlightening, empowering, freeing. Um, Or even in my own family and friends where I've, you know, maybe it's something that I'm involved with directly and family issue or something. I've got my whole view of it. And then I go to discuss it with that family member and then hear their whole side, which can sometimes be quite revelatory and quite puzzling and quite disarming because, gosh, I hadn't seen it from that way. And um, genuinely, completely different view on the same subject. Or in between people where they one person has divulged how they feel about a topic i've thought i've understood that and then discussed it with somebody else who might be involved trying to be a bit of an arbitrator and then heard a whole different context a whole d- different perspective on the same issue and realized oh my god yeah i can see that too i can totally understand that too wow that one event or that one situation or issue so such a different view from two different people or more if there are more involved than asking somebody else or discussing it with somebody else you see the he or she sees it this way he and she sees it that way and then the third person yeah but the way I see it and and you get another context as well and there are no right or wrong that's the thing none of them are wrong Particularly, it's how they view it, how it's affecting them, how 
and therefore what emotions get involved and what the results are and the outcomes compared to another person on the same situation, the same topic, seeing it from totally different view and interpreting it completely differently and therefore having completely opposite or different um, emotions and reactions to that same thing. One might be really angry, the other might be really hurt, the other might be really oblivious. Um, <clears throat> so there aren't right or wrong views, it's how you're seeing it, how we are seeing any one thing. However, the key, I guess, that I'm, uh, I would love all of us to take away from this is there's always the opportunity for any of us to make ourselves consider what other angles there might be for ourselves to view this situation. So at any point, even though you, I, at any time may be completely stuck or um, firm in a viewpoint, seeing it from a certain angle, totally absorbed in that way, totally absorbed in that whole view and perspective. If we were told by some kind of Martian, man from Mars or something, that there are three other ways of viewing this or five other ways of viewing this, go and find them, a little bit like one of those little cartoon quizzes that we see spot the difference where you see maybe nine different pictures of the same thing but if you look hard enough the little cartoon figure has only got one eye in that picture or he's lost his the, the rabbit's not got a tail in that one or he's got three toes in that one and four in this one just a tiny tiny minuscule difference between each of the pictures and spot spot the differences maybe the quiz is there are there are 10 uh, differences spot the difference or something if you knew whatever it is that you're battling with at the moment or being affected by in a negative view, whether it's a work scenario, um, a relationship situation or a life situation, whatever is affecting you. Um, if I were to say to you now, fact, factually, there are three other ways, completely different ways of viewing this work situation or this argument that you've had or this issue that you're trying to work through. For sure, there are three different ways. Let's say I could say that. Um, now go and find them. That's really freeing in itself. Now, what I do with clients, one way of doing that is, first of all, First of all, start at the beginning. How are you viewing this right now? Completely describe it, completely air it, completely define it. That might be via the written word. Write it all down. Write every bit of it down as you see it or record it in your audio notes or um, share it with a friend. Get it all off your chest. Get it all out so that you've got complete clarity. Sometimes we don't know what we're thinking until we hear ourselves say it, which is why talking to a counsellor, a best friend, a coach can be so powerful because partly you're offloading it, you're getting it out there and you're hearing what you're thinking. You're putting some clarity around it. Of course, then the coach will um, challenge you a little bit or, or, or 
ask deeper questions, take it to a deeper level, etc., etc., and move you forward. That too is the power of coaching. However, so first of all, whatever it is that you're you're battling with at the moment, get it out so that you can see it clearly and understand it completely. Then what I do sometimes with clients is quite literally after I've heard their view, their perspective, is to move them, physically move them to a different chair, an empty chair in the room, and say, right, okay, that I want you now to look at this same scenario, this same situation or struggle or challenge, but I want you to see it from a totally different viewpoint. How might somebody else see this? Um, sometimes it helps for me to say how, who in your family do you admire and respect and would like to sort of be a little bit about, a, a, a little bit like, you know, some of their strengths, who would you like to harness um, in terms of their strengths and their abilities and their character traits? How would they view this? I want you to imagine that you're them sat in that different chair and you're viewing this subject. How would they see it? Um, from a different viewpoint and then I move them again to a different chair so once they've completely seen it from the ins and outs and the the whys and wherefores of the same situation from a different viewpoint I asked them how how would that make you feel if you, if you could take that on board if you could see it this way or how, or how would that person that you are trying to harness their strengths and their viewpoints how would they emotionally react to this therefore well and sometimes they'll say completely different after they've sat in the chair crying or angry or very negatively invested in it seeing it from a different point but they would laugh about it they would see the funny side of it then I'll move them once we've done that and completely explored it move them again and get them to see it from another viewpoint totally different if you weren't that person and you were the other person, another person, someone else that you know that's quite different, again, very different, different approach to life, different philosophy in life, um, how might they see it? How would they react? How would they feel? How would they respond? What other ways are there? Well, they'd be very calm, they'd be very laid back, they wouldn't worry about it, etc. Something like that. And once we have considered that there are other ways of seeing this and other ways of reacting, we have a choice then. Initially, before seeing other perspectives, we didn't necessarily consciously consider that we had a choice because we do always have a choice and we can at any point reframe things. Even if we don't initially, we can later down the line. We can reframe anything at any time. If a certain mentality or a certain thought pattern or reaction isn't helping you, if it's holding you back and keeping you stuck, it's continually hurting you, continually dragging you down, it's dragging your emotions down, your mental health, etc, etc, then perhaps it's a time to reframe it. Um, So, and you, you hear this, you know, we can reframe so many things. Um, failure, for example, that's a horrible feeling. I feel a failure. I messed up. I'm rubbish. I'm no good at this. I'm a failure. I failed at that. I fell at everything. And no sense of self-worth, no sense of pride, no sense of um, 
trying for the future or motivation for the future, etc. What's that doing for us? Absolutely nothing. But we can reframe that, um, reframe our supposed failures or our supposed setbacks. We can reframe it instead and see it from a different viewpoint as, say, something, um, say, a valuable learning experience or a stepping stone towards success. Right, I won't do that that way again. I'll try it in a different way, for example. So we can dwell on the failure or we can change it and see, okay, what can I learn from this? What can I gain from this? How much better will I be in the future? That's freeing. That's more empowering. Um, so, I mean, anything can be flipped around on its head. Fear. You can flip fear around as a signal for growth or change. Um, you can look at that constructively and see, okay, I'm frightened of changing my job or, or trying for it. You know, I hear this all the time. Well, I, ha- I really hate my job. I hate my boss. I hate this. And I'll say, okay, why don't you leave? Well, because you know, there's not much out there at the moment. We're in an economic crisis. And what if I don't like it? And what if I don't get anything? And what if I don't settle? And... So it's fear. Um, so we can we can reframe that for I'm, I, I need to start growing. I need to start challenging. I need to um, change. Growth and change is much freer, freeing. It's much more exciting. Whereas being stuck, what ifs? That's an awful situation. We need to reframe that. Um, what about... Ch- reframing our self-talk, changing our self-talk. I hear some people say, why me? Why me? Why is this happening to me? Why does it always happen to me? What does that do for anybody, that phrase? Um, And uh, my my gut reaction to that is always to say, why not you? Um, Whether it's an illness, whether it's anything that has happened, um, redundancy, whatever it is, the why me keeps you stuck and blaming and victim mentality. The why not me, it could be any of us at any time. (laughs) Why not? Um, You you know, that's much freer and it flips you from victim into taking responsibility. Okay, what can I do about this? What can I change about this? How can I improve? How can I see this as an opportunity? This is what I needed. This was the little kick I needed. This is exciting now because the future's unpredictable, etc, etc. So we can stay in the, the framing of the why me. What's that going to do for you? Absolutely nothing. Um, or, or any victim to it is not fair. Um, you never do so-and-so for me. It's never, I always get left out. I always get this, I always get that. No, take responsibility for it. What do you want then? What are you complaining about then? What is the issue here when you say, you, you never this, I never that? What do you want instead? Instead of being stuck on your grief or your grievance of what your boss does or doesn't do or your team members or your family, they never do this or whatever, or your friends, they, they never... Whatever you're saying and complaining about, what is your beef? What would you like as a result? What do you actually want solved? What would you... If you could wave a magic wand, shake it all up and it'd be perfect... How would that be? What would that team member be doing or your boss or your family? What would they be doing? Okay, so that's what you want to happen. Now take responsibility 
for it and make it happen. Don't expect others to do it. We can't expect others to do it for us. Life doesn't happen to us. We need to embrace life and make life happen the way we want it. We need to drive it, steer it, um, direct it. We're in charge of the performance of our life, if you want to sort of do a theatre analogy. Um, or is that a producer? I suppose that's a producer. Uh, anyway, um, and that's what we need to do. Don't sit there and hope that the, your boss will suddenly come up trumps or your family member or your mates will suddenly message you and suggest that you go to wherever. You do it. You take responsibility. You drive it. Or stop um, being stuck in complaint and moaning and whinging. Um, that doesn't serve anything. Take action. Take action. Either decide to let it go and you're going to let that friendship go and you're going to move on and make other friends or solve the issue and the grievance or the, the lack that you feel you have, the gap that you feel is there, fill it. Um, if you're bored, if you're lonely, fill it. Get out there, sign up for something, sign up to, for activities or meetup groups or voluntary work or clubs, activities, you know, go and help neighbours, get to know people down the road. Whatever it is, get to different part-time jobs so you meet other people. Actually, funnily enough, I was in the... Where was I today? I was paying in the petrol station. I was paying and I heard a girl say to the lad, she was obviously visiting him or knew him, and he was saying, how's it going then? She said, oh, I hated it at first. These, I assume it was a job. Um, I hated it at first. I felt really, really lonely. But now I've made some friends. I love it. I think it was a job. Um, I really, really like it. Now I've got some friends. That's what most of us need, isn't it? It's contacts, it's connection, it's friendship, it's human interaction. So if that's what's lacking for you through friends not coming up trumps or relatives not coming up trumps or, or colleagues... Make it happen, drive it. This person I heard today was upbeat, chatty, open, made that happen, was receptive, made that happen, made the friends, made the connections. That's what we need. Um, friendships, new friends, new relationships, new lovers, whatever, won't come knocking on our door. We've got to get out there. We can't sit in our bedrooms, in our homes, wishing the world would change. We've got to take steps. We've got to reframe how we're viewing something. That will change how we're feeling about something. And therefore, our actions should then follow what we're thinking, what we want in order to make those results and outcomes come in for us. Um, so, the thing, let's do a full circle now. My first question was, what is bothering you, troubling you or been nagging at you for a while, you know, that's been hurting or upsetting you, concerning you, whatever. How can you see it from a different viewpoint? If you were somebody else with a completely different approach to life, um, maybe more practical, more humorous approach, more chilled out, um, whatever, more understanding, more accepting, whatever it is, you could try all of those actually, try all of those hats on and view it from all of those. How would it feel for you? What would you be doing? What steps would you take and how could it be solved? And what could the, the outcomes be if you took on a more accepting uh, view of it, a more practical solution view of it, a calmer, less upset, a more patient, calmer, chilled out approach about it, a more humorous approach about it, what would be the outcome? And try it. 
once you've reframed, once you've decided, you've brainstormed all the possible different views that you could approach it from, try them and uh, see which one is the most helpful for you, see which one works. And actually then record it down. Set, write this out, write this whole learning out in your journal or your book and uh, learn from it for the future because there will be more challenges in the future. There always are for all of us. We just, at any point, we think life's ticking away nicely and whoosh. <laughs> um, doesn't life just do that to us? And we think, well, where did that come from? But you'll be more prepared, okay? What did I do last time? Well, I kind of sat down, kept moving around my chairs or kept changing my hats to view it from different views, different perspectives that felt different. And actually it helped. It's, it, um, what was it I was listening to the other day? It kind of speeds up your recovery in a sense, in the same way that, yeah, lots of infections, for example, may well highly likely uh, for many infections to clear themselves up in the end, uh, whether it's, you know, sinusitis or something like that. But, of course, of antibiotics can often speed up that process um, or different treatments. Different treatments can certainly speed up the process and make you feel a lot, lot better a lot sooner. I think that was true, wasn't it, when the um, the COVID injections came out, the uh, the jabs for COVID, that it was, it didn't stop any of us for certain getting it. It didn't, but the aim I think was, and I think it probably did, did happen. Uh, the severity was less, you got through it quicker, you know, you didn't suffer as much and et cetera, et cetera. You were less likely to get it at first with the inoculations. And then even if you did get it, you didn't get it so severely and et cetera, et cetera. So, in some ways, what I'm saying about life is we're going to get challenges. We're going to get diff difficult times. They actually, in a way, if we frame it in the right way, we see them as opportunities to learn, self-explore, um, get some more self-awareness, make more choices, um, experiment with our choices and our reactions and our, our coping strategies, learn more, gain more resilience, etc. That's one way of viewing them. Uh, they make us stronger. Um, I was having actually on holiday, we were having a bit of a debate with our 18 year old who he was asking us about our earlier life before we were parents, how we met and how what, what happened, etc. And we were sharing all our, uh, my husband and I were sharing how we'd from the age of sort of 18, our first relationship, our second relationship, etc. What, what, what journey we'd both been on and how we eventually got together and had the children. And he, he, it was really refreshing to hear an 18-year-old's very strong black and white morals about what's right and what's wrong. And we were saying... <laughs> we were saying that, yeah, we were like that at 18. We did have a very black and white view about what's right, what's wrong, etc. But actually, life presents things at you and you realise there's a lot of grey area. Um, and, y you know, you learn that through life and maybe you do become a little bit wiser or more cynical, depends how you want to frame that. Um, but you learn that there aren't those black and white, this is right, that's wrong. Humans make mistakes humans get hurt they hurt others um they you know they make decisions it may not be the right decision they then have to change decisions in that people can get hurt 
or, um, you know, there's fallout to life, um, whether it's job fallouts, relationship fallouts, all sorts, you know, friendships. Things happen along the way. It's never a straight path and it's never black and white. But I do remember being that way at 18 and naively optimistic, I guess is the truth. But having worked with so many clients as well over 20 years and I learned about the journeys they've been on and the pain and the the pain they've been through or perhaps the pain they've caused, etc., and the guilt and things like that, it, it's never black and white. Um, but how lovely at 18 to have that. And how sad, actually, as a 57-year-old that you look at an 18-year-old and think, it isn't going to be the way you think necessarily. It's not going to be as straightforward, as pain-free and simple and happy and lovely as I suspect you think it's going to be because we get curveballs come our way. We get challenges. We get uh, life. <laughs> we get, don't we? And um, we have to navigate our way through those, around those and, uh, you know, learn from them. So reframing is definitely a way one of the ways, one of the tools that all of us can use at any time on any situation. Um, and it definitely helps you, definitely helps you. Um, I was, I've been working with somebody who's had a big old work issue going on. It's been very upsetting and they've all had different views. There's been lots of it and it could, could end up getting very, very nasty. But actually, the person I'm working with has reframed it and decided, I need to let this go, walk away, let this go, and stop stop being stuck, stop letting it um, be a ball and chain, etc., etc. Um, and that's true, that could be true in a relationship, that could be true in a friendship. Sometimes friends come into our life and actually it can be quite toxic and drag us down and uh, and we stick with it for a while and, and keep getting hurt or keep getting let down or keep getting whatever it is. And then eventually we think, is this worth it? Except, so it can be very, very freeing to reframe these things and make a different, change the direction, go in an opposite direction, shake ourselves off, free ourselves from those things and think, no, it's, it's time to move on. That's probably the best way. But you have to reframe things first for that to happen. So um, that's the one word I want you to take from today. Perhaps I invite you to think about what's been troubling you, what's been hanging over you, and invite you to try and see it from a couple of other perspectives. See which one feels better. And then you have a choice. Do you want to adopt that one and reframe things and see what that does for you? See what the outcome is and whether uh, that speeds up the the freedom from that pain and the angst and the upset. And then if it does, you've got yourself a strategy that you can use in future on other scenarios. Um, so I hope that's helped. If it has or it's given you food for thought or you do actually apply it and you get a really quick result and you want to share it, then please feel free to drop me a line. It would be lovely to hear from you. I love hearing from listeners um, when they've actually gained you know, great results and how you know, um, revelatory it's been to them. That seems to be my word for today. I don't know where that came from. So drop me a line, dawn at 
milestone-coaching.co.uk on anything. And if there's a subject you or a topic you would like me to cover in future podcast episodes, then also suggest that. That would be great. I'd love to hear from you. If not, have a good uh, week or two. And I look forward to talking with you on the next episode of Life Coaching on the Move. Take care and thanks for listening.